Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Fred Kaufman. The Mini Revolution is a book about the difficulties every company has to solve in order to operate effectively. And this is a dilemma between individual accountability and collective cooperation. On the one hand, every company wants each one of its members to work as hard and as conscientiously as possible. But on the other hand, the company also wants each member to subordinate their own individual work to the collective needs of the organization as a whole. And sometimes, in order to optimize the system, some people have to sub-optimize their own subsystems, meaning the best teamwork happens when people are willing to sacrifice some of their own individual goals in order to accomplish the mission of the team as a whole. Now, this is very difficult to incentivize because if you give people individual incentives, then they will always do the best for themselves, which might not be the best for the company. But if you give people collective incentives, if the company wins, everybody wins, and if the company doesn't reach its targets, then nobody gets a bonus, for example. That creates some really bad dynamics in the company, like attracting the worst performers and repelling the best, or getting the people who work the hardest resentful because they have to carry the weight of those who don't. So collective incentives by themselves don't work, and individual incentives by themselves don't work, and any combination of individual and collective incentives don't work either. So what is a company to do? Well, that's what my book is about, and it's called The Meaning Revolution because my claim is that the ones that solve this problem are leaders that create a culture that calls people to give their best because they want to, because it's worth it, because they find that they are contributing meaningfully to a project that enhances their lives. The idea for this book grew out of my work with companies for 25 years. Every time I went to a company, people would ask me to help them improve cooperation. Every company was battling to destroy the silos that were separating people and making it impossible for the company as a whole to operate in concert. It was something that afflicted every company. So I started digging into this problem and I realized to be effective, any company needs to have cooperation and accountability. It's not either or, but mathematically, it's impossible to get both with incentive systems that are purely material. As I worked with different companies, I saw that the ones that were best able to solve this problem were the ones that had tremendous leaders and a great culture. And then for the rest of my life, I dropped the math and I started studying what made these leaders so good and what made this culture so cohesive. I expected narrating my book was going to be hard, but it was harder. I'm a reasonably good speaker and I've done literally hundreds of videos, interviews and presentations to people, and I've given thousands of talks, but I always speak off the cuff. I always improvise. I always try to be real in the moment with people. Reading something that was written, oh my God, that was a totally different experience. 
the most difficult thing, I would say, was to read it in a way that sounds like a real interpretation, not like I'm reciting something that was already written or rehashing some old idea, but with a sense of liveliness as it's happening right now. That was very, very demanding. And I earned a lot of respect for the people who do this for a living, for actors, for people who are able to do not just a reading, but a theater play or a movie and interpret the lines in a way that appear real. So they are heartfelt, and yet they are the same lines over and over again. Improvising, easy. Rendering lines that have already been written in a way that seem real, very, very hard for me. What surprised me about the experience of narrating the book was how there were parts where I couldn't help myself from laughing because I thought what was written there was funny. I was quoting other people or telling some stories. And then there were other parts that made me cry. I've read this book at least a hundred times. Every line I've gone over and over again just to make sure that the line is right, the grammar is right. And yet, reading them aloud was a unique experience. It was like the first time. And several times I choked up and I just couldn't go on. Is there any name or word that I realized I didn't know how to pronounce? I want to say everyone. I am so self-conscious about my being a foreigner. When I speak or I improvise, people forgive me anything. (laughs) But my director was ruthless. I had to speak real English to narrate the book and pronounce things in real English. And I am humbled by that. I hope I did a reasonable job so that people can understand me and realize I'm doing my best not to butcher the English language. But it was quite hard. Not only the pronunciation of the words, but the intonation of the sentences, the phrasing. Wow. It was it was very, very difficult. And as I said before, it just helped me gain an understanding and an appreciation of how hard actors have to work to make lines sound like they're being uttered for the first time. What am I proudest of of my narration? That I endured all the corrections. I redid all the parts where I had mispronounced words or fumbled with the intonation of the sentence in good cheer. I think my director was wonderful. She coached me. She helped me. She showed me. And I have to say, I learned things about the English language that I hadn't learned in 20 years of studying it. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook and I could cast anybody I wanted, I would cast Robin Williams. I find him amazing. Just his ability to speak fast and to be witty and funny, but also emotional, touches me. The last audiobook I listened to that was, I loved it, was Sapiens by Yuval Harari. I'm excited for listeners to hear my voice. When I write, I hear my voice in my head all the time. And the way I write is the way it appears to me. And I think when readers read, they have to guess what kind of voice is speaking these words. So for people who are more auditory like I am, I am excited to be able to offer them the ideas of this book from voice to their mind directly. 
This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.